With the season done and dusted, it's time for reflection. And where better and who better to reflect with than three bang average footballers? Welcome to the Sunday League podcast. Firstly, a man whose dedication to averageness season refused to take an extra step. Dan, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you. So, uh, yeah, it's been a nice, easy uh, week at work this time. And yeah, the squash is going well this week. So I'm happy. Happy to be here. Oh, that's good. That's good. No points for guessing, but uh, Carlin? Uh, I'm going to have to let you down. I've, I've just got a cordial with me tonight. Uh, what? I stopped drinking a week ago, so I'm carrying on. Uh, the squash was uh, going downhill for a bit, so I've gone teetotal, <laughs> trying to improve the squash. So. Sorry, lads. I'll have to find a replacement, Adam. I'll have to find a replacement. And speaking <laughs> of which, secondly, a man so average his parents stopped to the first name they saw in a book. How are you doing, Adam? <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm all right, thank you. I've got a drink on my watch, so I, I, I know how to wear uh, water. What is in the rotation? Pims again. <laughs> oh, God. That's nearly oh. as bad as not anymore. <laughs> I don't know what's worse. <laughs> Good. And for me... For me, a sturdy kind of Guinness. There's not long, not long to go, boys, until uh, potentially there's a special, special Sunday League podcast in the offing in what about a month's time, and uh, potentially a few, a few of the hosts might be getting together and be able to share a Guinness in person. But for now, for now, it's just uh, a can, a can that costs five quid. So I'm going to make the most of it. <laughs> okay, boys, we're going to look back on the season and give some teams some grades. So. Before we get started, let's go through the system. And don't worry if you're listening, this is all going to be on our social media at TSL Podcast 4, so you can't forget when you're listening. So, if you give a team a grade A, they've smashed it, they've smashed their season. B, bossed it but could be better. C, meh, what was the point? D, if only they'd gone and done it. E, you've got to be disappointed. And finally, F, fire the cannons. Get rid of the boss and throw the season tickets. Boys, does it make sense? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm sure I'll get it wrong. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense to me. Yeah, okay. it's quite self-explanatory. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. We're going to split the, the pod into two shows. So we're going to look at the first 10 teams alphabetically on this one. And then next week we'll do the other 10. So... Without further ado, let's start with Arsenal. Dan, what what grade are you giving them? Uh, I, I've gone uh, for Arsenal. Uh, I've gone. I've given them a B, Scott. Uh, I think as much as I'd love to say, I think they did smash it in some aspects. Come end of the season when where when they were in a position of quite a bit of dominance, pushing Man City all the way. They they've. They've fell at the final hurdle, haven't they? And also, they've not really got they had a, they've not got a trophy either. So they, uh, yeah, they've got a bit. Don't get me wrong. If you were basing this at the start of the season, you'd be they'd be over the moon with where they finished. But going through uh, where they were at certain points of the season, they'll be disappointed. But yeah, all in all, it's not. It's a yeah. They bossed it, but could be better. Adam, I'm going to go with a C, Scott. What 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 was the point? 
<laughs> what was the point of sitting top of the Premier League for all that time just to bottle it towards the end? That's that's my stance on it. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm just glad that you put the means on there because that that makes it. You know, if it was just a C, it wouldn't sound as bad. But yeah, uh, Meh. what was the point? For me, it's a big position available above them. Yeah, yeah, exactly, and that's what that's why I'm going to be. I'm going. You know, they should have won the league. They should have won it. But uh, you know, they've got Champions League football back. They have brought some optimism back to North London, haven't they? So you know. Bottled uh, Champions League football last season, finished second this season. For that, if you looked at that on a piece of paper, you'd say they've bossed it. But we we all know it could have been better and they should have won the league. Moving on, Adam. Aston Villa. Oh, yeah, you see, this is where... Because I don't want to give them a B. But C, what was the point, is a bit harsh. You know, so yeah, like, you, you've got no in between there. Uh, I, I'll have to go B on that one. Um, no, you know what? I'm going to go A. I'm going to go A. They smashed it because where they were when Gerald uh, got the boot to where they finished, they did end up smashing it, to be fair. So, yeah, I'll get, I'm going to give them an A for that one. Um, Emery's done really well, and it's a shame we didn't get manager of the year. I think for, for me, uh, it's fairly similar. Like, if you look at Villa post Gerard, and that's probably a clear distinction to make post Gerard, Unamu's shot them up the league and they've got European football. Um, and we've seen last night uh, from when we were good, and we've seen how good that winning that, you know, European paint pot cup can be for a uh, set of fans similar to Villa. So I'm going A as well. Dan, what are you going for? Yeah, I've gone exactly the same as you guys. I think uh, overall for. For a team that, uh, obviously, they are a big club in uh, stature. And, yeah, they'll be happy uh, being back uh, amongst the European football, won't they? Like you said, it's uh, it, the Conference League is a, a very nice a nice achievement for those, not the, not the big four or the not, not the big six. The, those Villa fans will love it next year, yeah. They've done really well. Emery will Emery will get a few good signings and they'll have a good season next year as well. Moving on then. Uh, I, I've got a feeling I might know what grade they might get, but uh, Gary O'Neill's Bournemouth, Dan. E? Uh, I couldn't give them the A, unfortunately. That's a big one, but I have given them the B. Yeah, I, I think, albeit we've got, we've got to sort of base this on a club the size of Bournemouth probably spent the least in the whole league. And I think, I think a lot of Bucky's tips for probably at the start of the season, probably wrote them off and uh, yeah, probably thought that it had been relegated before Christmas and yeah, for them to stay up and be in the Premier League again next season. Oh, I think Gary O'Neill has got to be up for a knighthood, hasn't he? <laughs> Adam, uh, Bournemouth. Um, <clears throat> I think I'm going to have to go D. Um, if only I hadn't done that, you know. <laughs> Second the manager early on after a 9-0 hammering to Liverpool. Well, that's a bit harsh, if you ask me. Um, I, I if think... only they hadn't done that. <laughs> if only think... they hadn't done that, it would have been down. <laughs> I think they would have been in a much better position if the... Oh, was it, was it Scotty Parker, was it? Was it Scott... that pimps? Yeah, Scott, Scotty Parker. So, 
I think they shouldn't have got rid of him. They're an average team. They'll be down next year. They'll be. I, you know what? I might even say they're going to finish 20th next season. And O'Neill, whatever his name is, he'll be sacked by December. <laughs> oh, I thought a week off, some of the bitterness might have gone. But, uh, Bournemouth losing on the last day. That I reckon that's swaying that judgment a little bit. Oh, God. Uh, well, you know, here for a laugh. Uh, I'm going A, to be honest. Um, I, I think most people would have said Bournemouth 20th in the league at the start of the season. Um, so to be safe with, what, two, three, four games to go, um, that's a pretty impressive feat. And to have done it after losing 9-0 earlier in the season and losing a manager that went and managed in the Champions League. So he must be a good manager, eh? Um, exactly. <laughs> but no, so it's a serious achievement for Bournemouth, I reckon, in all seriousness. So uh, I've gone A. Um, Adam Brentford. Uh, Brentford, they're going to be uh, they're going to be B, Boston, but could be better. Uh, I think their their season started off well. They look like the team that were going to be competing with the Brightons and the Villas, but I think I think we mentioned it in the pod that their season like sloped off a bit towards the end, and I think they lost a bit of form. Um, I just think that if they if they hadn't had their dipping form, they they would be probably in Europe next year. The, the, the dip in form was four wins out of the last five, yeah? I'm just going off what you said, Wops, because I backed them and you went, this is a Brentford team that's no, not was... in form. Sorry, I was just asking, what were you expecting? Five wins out of five? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just going off. If, if, they hadn't, if they hadn't slipped up it's towards the, the, the In the last five games, can I just say Brentford had the best form in the whole league? Bar... Don't make get the pod up where you said that they've got no, terrible just, just form. Bar Manchester United, they had the best form in the league. But yeah, they dipped off. <laughs> B bossed it. Uh, Dan, Adam gave them a B, and given they, they ended the season so strong, I'm assuming you're going A. No, to be honest, before his comments of that, I've gone uh, <laughs> C. I thought. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I thought. I thought they would be uh, probably where the Brighton and Villa were. So, yeah, bar their end of the season run, I think they left it too late, to be honest. I thought thought they should have been... I thought they were in a good position for Europe, to be honest. And, yeah, they'll they'll be disappointed because I don't know whether the Brentford... Brentford, I don't think, have loads and loads of talent in that team. I just think they've fought very well. I can't see them being that high again next season. So... Yeah, that's why I'm saying what was the point because I think this was a very good chance for a Brentford side to have hit European football next year. And for them to miss out, I, I don't really know what's going to happen with Ivan Tony next year, but I see them struggling at least for the first half of the season. And yeah, I, they could be my tip to struggle next year. Oh, oh wow. Um, I, I've gone B. Um, I think if you're a Brentford fan, to be nowhere near the bottom half, um, that's an achievement. But like you like you've both touched upon, um, at the end of the day, they've not got European football when this was probably a once-in-a-lifetime chance to do it. So I think, yes, they've bossed it from uh, their start of the season where they thought they might be, but they've kind of missed out and bottled it a bit in terms of not getting European football. So somewhere in between, somewhere in between. Dan Brighton. I'd gone A for these. I, I think... Uh... To say a, a team the size of Brighton and Hove Albion to get your 
Europa, Europa League football ahead of Chelsea and Tottenham is a massive, uh, a massive coup, really. That for what uh, I think a lot of people worried when uh, Brent uh, Graham Potter took over the Chelsea side, and I think there was all these uh, worried that they wouldn't be able to replace him with a better manager, and that deserve he came in. I think he, he kept the mentality of what uh, Potter did, but then put his own spin on it a little, didn't he? So, in which, yeah, they got playing good football. And to, to say that what... Uh, they got to the final of the Cup as well, didn't they? So, the semi-finals, didn't they, against Man United? Lost on pens. Oh, so Yeah, sorry, semi-finals. And then, yeah, Europa League next year. Especially, and what a... Situation it was in the January transfer where he made that big call on stopping the Casado deal as well. He made some big, uh, big calls and look how it paid off. Yeah, fair play to him. I think we'll lose a few, though, won't they? But yeah, no, as long as they spend money, they'll they'll have a great season next year as well. So I've gone, uh, hey, Adam, Brian. Yeah, I was I was gonna go, hey. Are you still going to go? Yeah, in? I'll, yeah, I'll, st- I'll yeah, I'll stick with A. I think um, I think Dan's right. I think that the they had a great start under Potter and the, the season before the the end of the season really well as well. Uh, and Deserbi's managed to keep that team together and um, push on and like you say qualify for Europe. So it's a shame now they've lost McAllister to Liverpool today because uh, I think they're going to lose Casado as well now. So. You know, it leaves question marks on about what they're going to do next year. But I see Brighton as being quite a sensible club, and I'm sure they will recruit in the right places for next year as well. So, but yeah, it's a fantastic season for them, and I never would have put them anywhere near where they finished. Before. I would have said maybe 14th. Yeah, agreed. I, I, I've gone B, and the only reason I've gone B is because I think there's an element of that Brighton team that might be looking at fourth place going on. We hadn't slipped up away at Forest. If we hadn't just dropped this couple of points here and a couple of points there, they could have got Champions League football. I don't think Manuel Newcastle were that strong in the end. And I think they've had a fantastic season, don't get me wrong, but are they ever going to get in the top four again? Probably not. So, you know, did they maximise everything they could have got out of this season? And I'm, I think there's an element of them going, oh, you know, maybe, maybe a couple of results and we would have been in the top four. So that's why I... I think Scott, that's you just being bitter over a five-one win for Everton. Um, <laughs> you, you really wanted Brighton to do us a favour there, didn't you? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Do you think possibly the the cup run didn't help that though, Scott? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And look, if you've got a chance to win an FA Cup, I'd take that over Champions League foot, like qualifying for Champions League football. Don't get me wrong, but as Adam pointed out, you lose at home to Everton, and you lost away to Nottingham yeah. Forest. That's six points. Right. I think that's just a sign of a the, these clubs that are fighting to break into the top. They, they tend to have the smaller squads, don't they? Which is oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah. Look, I, I can I can see why you've given an A. I can see why you've given an A, um, and I, I don't massively disagree. But um, yeah, I just think there there'll be a couple of them sat there going, yeah, and maybe McAllister would have stayed if they got Champions League football, you know, things like that. So you never know. Yeah. You never know. Uh, they've gone to the club that have qualified for Europa League with them. Yeah, uh, that's true. That's true. Maybe they'll play each other. Um, 
Where are we next? Adam, uh, is it Villa Park or Stamford Bridge? I can never remember where Chelsea play. <laughs> Stamford Bridge on this one, Scott. Uh, they, they, they're basically, they're lucky that this only goes to the letter F because I'd say that like one of my GSSE grades, it would be an X, which sounds wrong. <laughs> um, it joke of a season for Chelsea with the amount of money that they spent. Um, I, I think they should have pushed on a lot more. They should have kept Potter. They shouldn't have got Frank Lampard in. There's just so many negatives I can say about Chelsea. But I'll be here all day. Uh, bad, bad recruitment. Bad change of ownership. Oh, I, just, I just don't like Chelsea. I think. <laughs> so it's an F, is it? Yeah, definitely an F. <laughs> Dan. Yeah, I've gone an F as well. How, how a team of that size and spending what on six hundred million can even question that they're not let alone out of Europe. They weren't even the, the top half of the table. I don't think they struggled a run of games together where they had two, three wins on a bounce or anything. They didn't even do well in any of the other competitions. So, yeah, I can't name a good a, a player that should come out of this season with their head held high in that. Just all. Oh. I'd, to be honest, if I was Pochettino, I'd have them all on the transfer list and buddy, I'd be starting fresh again. That's just... Well. The only person, the only person that can come out with a head held high is Romelu Lukaku because he was away in bloody Italy. I uh, I even went as far to sticking that ten pound free bet I had on Chelsea to get ready. hundred to one. I think they only picked up one win from that, and that was Bournemouth. <laughs> yeah, that Pochettino's got a massive job there, really. Has. Yeah, and to be fair, he's the reason I've given him to me. Yeah, I would have given an F because you're exactly right. They're dreadful. But maybe I've just took it up one grade because I know he got appointed after the season, but everybody knew, didn't they, for the last month. So I've gone with it's an E because maybe maybe he's the shining light potch and he can start to turn things start to turn things around. So maybe I'm a bit being a bit generous because I do agree with a lot of what you boys have just said. So uh Chelsea thank fans, thank you, lucky stars. I'm I'm a bit kinder today. I'm a bit kinder. Crystal Palace, Dan. Uh, this one was a difficult one because I thought I was, I was basing this on uh, probably the whole uh, Palace as a whole season. Whole season. Whoa. Sorry, I've, I've just looked at the table. I thought Palace were a lot lower down <laughs> than 11. Uh, I thought they were fighting rele- relegation, so I've got to change my seat, to be honest. Uh <laughs> I'll go B here because that Palace team has done absolutely amazing. <laughs> I just, I don't know what I was thinking. I thought they were about 15, 16th. And I thought, based as a whole, them finishing like that, I thought they should be quite a lot higher and not fighting relegation. But, what Super Super Roy's done. Uh, and if they can keep him in for another season, I don't know what he can do next year. Bloody hell. <laughs> Incredible! <laughs> Did, have they just moved up the table since it's finished? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, no, find out what it, it, like. it, so, so based on uh, Patrick Vieira, I'd have gave him an E, but Roy Hodgson, especially with the talent that he's got from that, as uh, I think before Eze wasn't even playing under Vieira, and you've got Roy that's 
got him playing nowhere and now he's in the England setup. So, yeah, I'd be excited as a uh, Palace fan, especially. But, yeah, probably t- times they have to move on from Zaha and it looks like he could end up leaving at the end of the season. But definitely an exciting future. And, yeah, so I'm changing my uh, seat. <laughs> Adam, so uh, Crystal Palace finished 11th. What would you grade him? I'm, I'm, yeah, it's going to sound harsh, but I'm going to have to grade him an E. What? Um, yeah, you've, you've got to be disappointed. <laughs> it's mainly for the fact that every everyone seems to think that Patrick did a job, and it was just, oh, he had a bad run of games, and this, that, is that an injury? Is that, is it, you know, he started the season really well, and I think he, he, he snuck a point against Arsenal, I think, at the start of the season. But the only reason I'm saying you've got to be disappointed because looking at, like Dan said, the form, if they'd sacked him earlier, could they have been finishing higher? Because the team was clearly good and they've pushed on by Hudson. He's not really done much since he's gone in. It's not like he made any transfers or got anybody major signings or improved the squad. So what would have happened if they sacked Vieira a couple of weeks before the World Cup? Well, maybe I don't, I don't think they'd won. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think they'd won. I know they hadn't won all year since it went until they sat Vieira, which I'm sure that was something like six weeks. So then if you if you count another couple of weeks before the World Cup, let's say eight games, the score line would have been different. Maybe pushed Palace up the table. Yeah, I do think they sacked him fairly early. I think I've just looked and they were 12th when they sacked him. So to say that now they've gained one position is quite harsh on Patrick Vieira that should have probably been given more time. Roy Hodgson isn't going to be around for too much longer. Like as a manager, I mean, you know, hopefully he's living They have got to move on from Roy Hodgson. What is. He's been in there a couple of times now. Yeah, I think so. I think the thing was, it was that they hadn't scored since January. I think they went. I went. I think they went about two hundred. Yeah, something crazy on not scoring a goal, and then once again they sat the manager to get Hodgson in, and who did they play? Leicester City. So (laughs) of course they win. Yeah, yeah. Oh, boys, if you had to do a prediction at the start of the season, where do you think Palace would finish? Yeah, about where, they, 15th, 16th. yeah, about where they did. I, I think you're right. So that for that reason alone, I'm going to see. I'd have gone, where did Palace finish? Somewhere between 11th and 15th. Where did they finish? Somewhere between 11th and 15th. So for me, it's <laughs> simple. What's the point? Uh, Everton, Dan. Oof, I've gone F here. <laughs> that, that club is an absolute... Joke. Uh, uh, I, I don't get me wrong. If if you're basing this on the last five games and the situation they were in, okay, they're in the Premier League, but that shouldn't be their aim. Of a team that have got, I don't know how much they spend at the start of the season or anything, but they've got some big money players in that team. Uh, yeah, I've got. There's nothing that I would look at as an Everton 
Everton fan and go, from when Dyche took over, oh, wow, I'm going to have a great season next season. I I wouldn't, I don't think I'd be really doing my basis on that Sean Dyche is the manager next year. I think I'd be doing it that I love the club kind of thing. But yeah, I'm, no, I, yeah, F, I would, I'm not a big fan of Dyche and I, I, I no, I, I Oh, I'm I'm just lost for words here, Scott. I don't think anyone at It's with my uh, deepest regret to announce that Scott's had a power cut, unfortunately. Um, so he's had to leave the pod with immediate effect. Hope uh, power comes back okay. on. As soon as possible. My prediction: I'd like to say that Everton would uh, would get an E in this. You've got to be disappointed, disappointed that they got rid of Frank Lampard at the start of the season. That is, if they had kept Frank Lampard, they would definitely have been relegated this time. Whoops! Uh, <laughs> it's a shame. I knew there was going to be something to do with Leicester at some point today. <laughs> I just, I just knew. I mean, it's it's not a surprise because there was there was in the uh, relegation battle last year as well, and they never replaced uh, Richardson, who essentially kept them up last year. Uh, this time they managed to get rid of Rank Lampard, but I wish they hadn't. So yeah, I'm going to give them a, I'm going to give them a solid solid E on that one. Okay, fair enough. <clears throat> uh, next one we'll go with Fulham, Dan. Uh, oh, sorry, let's just say Scott on that one also predicted Everton as an E, and I'm sure he stands by my comments as well on that one. Uh, so, yeah, Fulham, Dan. Uh, I've gone, I've given them a C on this one. Uh, I think they were a team that obviously was tipped for uh, relegation. Uh yeah. Yeah. To then finish ten for them in their first season back in the Premier League is incredible. They've, they've made the most of uh, Mitrovic, haven't they? As well, that uh, obviously he was tipped at this. He's been in the Premier League a few times now and always kind of failed. Really, he's he's always done the job in the Championship, but this year they seem to have got the best out of him, and that just shows him where Fulham have finished in the league, doesn't it? As well, that they've found a goal scorer this year. So. Yeah, for me, yeah, we've got to say, I, I think C saying what was the point for this is harsh on Fulham because it's great. I just don't think they're good enough to say B, bossed it, or if only they hadn't done that. So I, I think for that Fulham side, there's not much higher without a big investment that they'll go much higher, I don't think. So, uh, yeah, great. But I do think maybe if they'd have kept going... They may have come close to you. They were always that team that I think we mentioned a lot of times on the pod that we thought they were on holiday a little, but they seem to keep occasionally picking up points. So, yeah, never the wheels never really fell off the bus for me. But So, it is a really good season in that Marco Silva's done a great job. So Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of... I'm kind of going to go with the A on this one, Wops. I think they have smashed it. And the only reason why I'm saying smashed it, you know, I'm not I'm not saying it's, oh, it's a fantastic season. But like you said just a moment ago, they would have been favourites to go down because they, they were known as a yo-yo club, especially in the Prem, down to the Championship. 
But this time, it's like they've learned from their mistakes and they've really pushed on. And again, I'm not saying they've achieved greatness, but that's the type of finish that Fulham are going to always want to try and aim for. Obviously, yeah. everyone's everyone's going to want to aim higher, granted. But if I was a Fulham fan and I finished 10th every season, I'd be happy. I'd only yeah. start being unhappy at the point that it's like your 10th season in the Prem and you're still finishing 10th. Because at that point, like you say, you need the investment in there to at least improve the squad. So, yeah, I'll, I'll go with an A just for the fact that they've... They've done well to stay. Yeah, because yeah, they were never really a team that ever really hung around the bottom, really. Uh, the, all season, they were pretty comfortable, I think. So, yeah, yeah, that's there's a, a valid point for A there, mate. I mean, William as a sign as well has, has been fantastic as well. So. Oh, yeah, class. Um, Scott, Scott's also gone with B on this one, um, which is bossed it, but could be better. And I think that then reflects exactly what we've just said, that yeah, okay, you've done well this time, but you've got to make sure you push on again next year. Uh, lastly, our team we've got is Leeds. Um, I'm going to start with Scott's grade on this one. He's um, He's gone with F, fire the cannons, get rid of the boss, throw the season tickets. Now, they did get rid of the boss, and they've also got rid of the boss again. <laughs> Uh, I I think I, and, I, uh, I, at the moment have no boss. Yeah, <laughs> so the cannons have definitely been fired. I mean, <laughs> I'm I'm surprised that Allardyce wouldn't have been in charge in the championship. But it must just be that he's a one of these guys that I'm only uh, Premier League. I, I'm not going down to that level. Um, I, I think. But would you have? Was there enough even to show the fans or the hierarchy at least enough from him that? He's known to defensively make a team strong, and he didn't even do that with them. They were still leaking in goals. I, I don't that uh, the the spree, spreel he gave where it was all about him being up there with Guardiola. Wow! <laughs> if, if if that's him being up there with Guardiola, I don't. I'm worried for this weekend's result for Man City, to be honest. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm uh, uh, I'm I'm surprised that you come out with that. I know I know it was a joke, but you can't you definitely cannot compare Sam Allardyce to Pep Guardiola at all. <laughs> uh, for for my rating, Dan, um, I think I'm going to have to go with D. If only I hadn't done it, I do wonder what the season would have been like if they kept with Jesse Marsh. And I I get the feeling from the Leeds fans that they did actually enjoy him. I don't think they enjoyed him as much as uh, Bielsa, but they did enjoy him. And then they look back at what managers they had after him. They had that um, foreign chap. I think he was a, Wat- a Watford boss at some point. Um, oh, yeah, Javier Garcia. Yeah, and then they got Allardyce in. And I don't think they gave Allardyce enough time. I think maybe you should have got Allardyce in before you got uh, Garcia. Garcia in. And that, that could have changed the momentum again. And But... You go go back to your comment again, Wops. Allardyce is defensive. Um, so I don't really know how he would have held up at all. When I actually he... thought Allardyce started not too badly because I think his first game was the Man City one, wasn't it? And I think they only lost 2-1. And I think I was like, wow. I thought, albeit we'll speak about Leicester City next time, but I thought this is, the leads are going to be the more difficult one here. Because from that 2-1, I know... Uh, Man City absolute 
battered them for what 80, 80 minutes, and I think Haaland could have probably got a double hat trick. But yeah, when when they weren't leaking in goals, I thought Sam Allardyce has only got to get them scoring, which they were already freely doing. Yeah, if he can somehow blend them together, they I thought they were going to do it somehow, but no. In the end, the real leads came through, didn't it? And yeah, they're back where they belong. What's uh, what's your grade on that one, man? I've gone F, and uh-huh. yeah, yeah, F, and it, they've got to go back to the roots now, haven't they? It's a, it's a bit of I think I uh, I was listening to Talk Sport the other day, and I think uh, Lee Bowyer was making a bit of a shout for the job and I wouldn't be surprised if someone like that I think the Leeds fans would like that you've got to go back to someone that loves the club they've they've gone around the the beat around the bush a few met too much too many times with trying to play this pretty football and I think Bielsa tried it Jesse March obviously did the attacking I wouldn't if I was a Leeds fan I would like to see a, a true Leeds fan in charge again and he has had managerial experience, hasn't he, as well? So. Yeah, but he's, he's failed. You know, he's failed at Charlton and Burnley. Oh, and I thought he got him promoted. Did he? Yeah. I oh, yeah. Him. Sorry. Yeah, I'll take that back. He did. He did, because it was a, a playoff final, I think. Yeah, well, I'm not too sure how they came up, but I, I thought they, he didn't do a bad job. I think Charlton were going through a bit of problems with the ownership, to be honest. Yeah, just a quick... Uh... Quick scan now. Yeah, they did. Uh, They've got a lot of uh, reshuffling around, especially in the team as well. There's not too. I think the defense needs a whole reshuffle, doesn't it? And Bamford needs to get back to scoring again because he's. In, I'm not. Bl- I think there's a lot of players to blame, but he definitely didn't do a fair share to keep them in that Premier League. The only player that comes around about. With a little head held high, was I thought probably that Rodrigo, or oh you got the is it the non Gonto? Yeah, Gonto. yeah he's yeah. he's a good player, but then players will get snapped up now for a cheap price. So yeah, it, it'll be be an interesting summer for the Leeds fans. Def- definitely will be Dan. Uh, right, we'll move on to the uh, mystery footballer. Now, I like this because uh, I don't normally get to read it out and I normally don't have a clue who it is. I don't have the answer, but I can read out the um, the stats for you then. You can tell me if you if you know who this guy is. He was a bricklayer who started his semi-professional career in the Barnsley Local League. His goals brought Halifax Town back to the Football League. Oh, and Dan thinks he's got it after two. Uh, Fulham spent 500 grand to buy him and he scored 14 goals to help them get promoted. In 2000, Birmingham broke their record transfer fee as he was their top goal scorer in the first season, scoring in the playoff finals as a promoted to the first division, from the first division, apologies. So you're still nodding, Dan. Now, do you want me to carry on? In fact, I'll, I'll have two for the viewers, so I'll carry on. Or listeners. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the listeners. He scored his first Premier League goal against Aston Villa. So that's, okay, that would be, that'd be pretty decent because I'm sure we're playing for Birmingham at the time. He spent three months at Wigan before moving to West Brom. Also, likes his Birmingham clubs. At West Brom, he scored a goal in the final day of the Great Escape. He enjoyed spells at Sheffield United, Leeds United, Leicester City, Scunthorpe, Lincoln and Super Port Vale. 
He recovered from testicular cancer and blood clots, clots and runs a charity supporting the homelessness. Any ideas, Wops? There's quite a lot of... You don't, so you don't know the answer, do you? No. Uh, re- reading it, I've not had a chance to kind of uh, get who it is. I mean, we've been being a lesser brummy boy. There's some of them there that I'm a bit unsure over. I mean, I'm think the Lincoln one would pe- appeal to you a bit. Uh, I've gone, I've gone. Uh, the nickname, the horse. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. You know what? I think... I, I'm going to say that's right. I honestly think that is right. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we'll let uh, Scott make that answer, and I think we'll uh, let him, yeah, review the uh, reveal the answer next week. So, but yeah, that's the one I, I, I was thinking of who may play for West Brom at the time of the Great Escape, and then when I seen the Sheffield United, Le- I'm not too sure about the Leeds, but the Leicester, I definitely know Jeff Horsfield played for, for the boys. <laughs> So, uh, so you're saying yeah. it's Jeff Horsfield, Dan? Is that, is that's that who I think it may yeah. be. But uh, yeah, obviously, those listeners can obviously put it down on Twitter. I know Scott will be adding it to Twitter and I'll put it on Facebook as well. So yeah, anyone that wants to try and have a guess as well, maybe prove me wrong as well. So yeah. yeah. Brilliant. Well, all right, Dan, thank you very much for uh, finishing this off. Shame uh, Scott couldn't. But yep. we'll, uh, we'll be together again next week. So Hopefully he gets his internet sorted out in a week's time. <laughs> Definitely so. But we'll have a good week, Adam. Yeah, and you, Wops. Ciao. All right, take care. Bye-bye.